Welcome to the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am your host, Brittany Murphy. I am a certified oral facial myologist, registered dental hygienist, and lifelong learner. My goal with this podcast is to bring you up-to-date and current literature and expand your knowledge of oral facial myofunctional disorders so that together we can get to the root cause of the problem. You ask, we'll answer by collaborating with true pioneers and specialties associated with the myo world. Join me on this journey as we dive into the life-altering world of tethered oral tissues and airway space. Let's do this thing. Quick disclaimer, all content expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the speakers and is for informational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace, professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Because every person is so unique, you should always consult with your specialized healthcare professional. After practicing pediatric dentistry at the highest level, Dr. Elmore had a career transition inspired by debilitating shoulder pain and a visit to a very special physical therapist. Where other PTs failed to provide relief of her symptoms, a friend's referral led her to someone with a deep understanding of chronic pain, stress, poor sleep, and whole body connection. Once he began to speak about the connection between teeth, breathing, and shoulder health, Dr. Elmore completely dove headfirst into new learning. She completed the airway mini-residency and advanced training in breathing, science, oral facial myology, postural restoration, craniomandibular and neuromuscular dysfunction, and growth and development. She has studied with osteopaths, PTs, ENTs, airway dentists, sleep physicians, and other allied health professionals to better understand the whole body. As an apprentice of Dr. Barry Raphael, a leading holistic orthodontist in Clifton, New Jersey, she met her newest mentor. Dr. Joe DeCruz, a functional dentist in Australia, created an appliance called the Soma that he has successfully used for decades to treat TMD, sleep issues, poor posture, neurological disorders, headaches, and a host of other issues. As the primary U.S. provider for the Soma appliance, Dr. Elmore has a new practice that focuses on stress reduction, cranial balance, and resolving dental distress syndrome, as defined by Dr. A.C. Fonder. Good morning, Dr. Elmore. Thank you again for coming on the podcast for the second time. I'm super excited to have you on. Welcome. Thank you so much. I love this podcast. I spy my mile eye. This podcast is awesome. So thank you for having me. Thank you. I am so excited. I obviously follow you on social media and see everything that you're up to. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I'm so excited for you to come on and talk about Soma. Um, with our listeners. So like I was saying to you prior to us, um, you know, starting the episode, my knowledge of the Soma is very baseline. So this will be a great episode for myself and for all the listeners. I want to know like literally everything that you want to share with us. I guess we should probably begin with what Soma stands for. Okay. Excellent. Well, Soma stands for splint orthopedic myofunctional appliance, and it was created by Dr. Joe DeCruz. He is a dentist. I hesitate when I say dentist because at 72 and his background, he's Indian descent, but his background of living in Africa and India and all these different places, Mm -hmm. he knows functional medicine. He just knows so many different topics that I hate to say dentist because it doesn't really describe him, but he's a dentist in um, Australia and he created the appliance, I want to say in the 90s um, and with the help of a psychologist, Dr. John Diamond and... um, yeah, it came to him in a dream one night and it's just all about it is really cool. I'm sure we'll get into all the details, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredible, incredible appliance that I learned about back in 2019. And I didn't understand it for a long time because it's just so complex. Um, and then when, when the, when the, the T started to cross and the I started to dot, I was like, okay, all right, this is, this is something that, that I can now share with others. And so, yeah, I'm excited to chat about it. What was it at that time that, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, you've obviously, you've been in this field for some time, you're familiar with other appliances out there, what they do, the different kinds, um, and so forth. What is it, and I don't even know if it's one thing you can nail down, but like, what is it that makes the Soma stand out to you compared to other appliances on the market? Yeah, so, excuse me, I think the number one thing that, at least for my most recent patients, um, has been the connection between a dysfunctional mind and a distorted and a distorted mind and a dysfunctional body is what I call it. So uh, there's not another appliance that I've heard about that's talked about psychology, that's talked about 
the whole body in a way where it brings in your sympathetic nervous system. And what happens when your sympathetic nervous system has, you spent too much time in that and not enough time in your parasympathetic nervous system and having this balance within your body. And so it's something that Dr. DeCruz was very fascinated with years ago, decades ago. And um, it's one of the things that, that this appliance nails that others just really don't. So that's what attracted me to trying to figure it out because it, it took me a long time to figure it out. It wasn't just like a weekend course. And I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. It really took some time to really figure it out. Yeah. Now, what are the benefits, I guess, um, structurally, dentally with this appliance? Are you getting expansion transversely, AP? Like what's going on with the appliance? Yeah, you're getting expansion in, in all in all di- dimensions. Um, I don't know how familiar your listeners are with osteopathy and the field of cranial cranial release, cranial sacral therapy, cranial fascial therapy. They kind of all go together. But um, there's a guy, Dr. Willie May, who's a dentist that had an appliance, a similar but different appliance before Dr. DeCruz. And in one of the articles that I think we're linking for the uh, guests called Two Dentists and Their Appliance. Dr. May would talk about how there would be these changes within the whole head that he'd have to change hats all the time because his whole head was getting bigger. So the changes that you're getting with the soma are happening in three dimensions. You're getting changes in AP, front, back. You're getting changes in transverse. You're getting changes in vertical. And honestly, the vertical changes are the changes that are the most impactful, um, which is part of what took me so long to figure this out because that was a phrase. I'm like, vertical changes? Why in the world would you want vertical changes? Why would you want the mouth more open? Um, Mm -hmm. But the best way that I describe it to non-dental folks is that Dr. DeCruz told a patient when I was in Australia, he told a patient that at our, in our history, at our core, we are all primates. And because of that, we're either prey or predator. And in the wild, if you cannot turn your head from side to side with full range of motion without stiffness, without pain, without dysfunction. And if you cannot open your mouth wide to bare your teeth and roar and rah at this person, this, this predator coming towards you, then you'll always be prey, which means that you'll stay more in sympathetic tone than you will in parasympathetic tone, because you're always on the run. You're always in fear. Um, and so that fear, that safety element is something that um, is a big part of getting the nervous system to calm down and something that the soma does with making changes in the vertical. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the changes are kind of happening all over and they're happening with a phrase that um, I follow this exercise program called Evlo Fitness. Shout out to Evlo Fitness. I love them. Um, but she's trademarked this phrase, gentle consistency. And it's a concept that as a go, go, go and a doer, I didn't really understand until I actually fully immersed myself in it. But these, these changes that happen over time that are sustainable, they're impactful and sustainable versus really drastic, rapid, aggressive changes that may show themselves to be more full in the beginning, but are not sustainable. And if you were to take a time lapse over time, you're going to get more done with gentle consistency than you ever are with this rapid intensity. So yeah. Now, is that why um, you feel that there's less relapse with the soma? Exactly. Exactly. Because it's making changes. So a lot of other appliances are either stabilizing you. Um, so there may be some type of, let's say, neuromuscular TMD appliance that is mm-hmm. trying to get your jaw to be in a particular way, but it's not actually changing your jaw for the better, right? It's just like, let's say splinting you, like you twist your ankle and you put on an ankle brace. A lot of appliances are like that. Or there's an appliance that's rapidly moving your teeth everywhere. But when you understand dental distress syndrome and you understand neurology, every every tooth in our mouth, its foundation embryologically was based in what's called neural crest cells, except the enamel. The enamel on the tooth is the only part that's not based in neural crest cells, but every other aspect is based in neural crest cells. And so for that reason, the teeth communicate back to the brain in a way that's very unique and that most of us, especially as a board certified pediatric dentist, I was never covered in dental school. I called friends who are orthodontists, friends who are oral surgeons. They had no clue. Um, And so understanding embryology in that way, everything that we do as dentists is neurological in nature. So when you move a tooth, when you remove a tooth, when you drill a tooth, when you do anything, you're impacting the neurology. 
And so that's not a concept that um, it's a foreign concept for sure. I'll say that um, because it was never discussed or mentioned. And so when you understand teeth on that level, you understand that when you rapidly just move and push them around, we can make the teeth wide. That's great. But neurologically, we may make some changes that the body is not happy about and the body will let us know. It will always let us know when those changes occur and it's not happy. So I'm assuming with the soma then throughout the process, like you're continually checking like the body's nervous system response to any adjustments that are made with the appliance. hundred percent. So what we do is the appliance has, I like to break it down into two elements to the appliance. There's something called the platform, which I have it right here for the people who are watching on YouTube. (laughs) So there's two elements to the appliance. There's the platform, which is the part where your teeth are going to basically occlude together, bite together. And then you have the screw in the middle. So the interesting thing is that this screw is not touched at all in the first three to four months of your treatment because the goals are not to expand you. Dr. DeCruz says that as long as your TMJ or disc is out of place or damaged or it's crunched up, you're not going to be able to grow. You can't heal. If you're not sleeping well, you can't mm-hmm. heal. So the first element of what this appliance says, it's all platform. And the way this platform is designed, it looks flat, but in fact, it's not. It's actually ramped to allow my lower jaw to be able to slide and translate forward. Excuse me. And so that's important because being able to translate forward and get full range of motion of the of the um, mandible, excuse me, Dr. DeCruz calls that from hinge to pivot. So a lot of the appliances focus on hinging the mandible, whereas pivoting, we're talking about open 50, 60, 70 millimeters. I saw one of his patients who opened 72 millimeters and I thought, what? It's all going to like fall out of his head. I had no idea you could open that much, but that's because <laughs> of our traditional understanding of the way the jaw works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by having the lower jaw slide forward from an oxygen and airway standpoint, you're going to get more oxygen. You're going to be able to breathe better pretty quickly, but from a dental distress syndrome standpoint, you're going to be able to have balance on both sides. So the platform gets adjusted where both sides of the jaw are communicating at the same time. And we're sending stable versus chaotic signals back to the brain so that the dental distress syndrome aspects, the cranial rhythm being locked up, the cranial bones being jammed, the cerebral spinal fluid not being able to flow, the circulation being locked up, those things will get will get impacted, which means the muscles will relax, the muscles will decalcify, you'll get those types of things. When you get the muscles to relax, now we can work on expansion. Now we can get real changes to happen. We have to decompress the condyle first. We need to get more oxygen to the body. Those are the things that are going to heal us. Those are the things that are going to calm the nervous system down. And so those things happen first. And then we get into that growth phase. And Dr. DeCruz likes to call it unfolding the maxilla. And I like that unfolding versus this expansion because it really is that the maxilla is just folded. And so you're unfolding it. But making those changes, you're also making changes to the sphenoid bone. You're also making changes to the occiput. You're also making changes in these different areas. Um, And so... Yeah, it's just really, it's, a, it's just designed in a way that's really cool. And because it has those osteopathic principles, he talks a lot about the um, C1, C2 junction, the atlas and axis, and how the, the uh, mandible communicates to the atlas and the axis, how the TMD communicates, uh, TMJ, excuse me, communicates to that area. So it's actually really cool how it all fits together. Once you understand it, the problem is that a lot of people listening are like, this sounds crazy. I thought the same thing, which is why it took me three years to really like investigate and deep dive. And the dental distress syndrome book was one of the things that really connected so many different things together for me, because that book puts so many different principles into like into one book. Um, It's like a cheat sheet, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, how often are your patients going for body work then? Yeah, whenever they need it, very often. Um, It just really depends on what I usually say is the more twisted your face is, another Dr. DeCruz phrase, then the more complex the treatment plan is going to be. So the more someone should be going to a PT for something I get like postural restoration, or they should be seeing an osteopath or they should be seeing a massage therapist or whatever, Mm -hmm. because of just the torsions and the kinks and the skull and the neck and the body and unlocking and unwinding those things are going to impact the treatment with the soma because they they work together. It's it's a, a synergy between the two. Um, for me, I see Mike monthly, my PT, we do postural restoration treatment monthly. 
Um, I also see a functional medicine doctor. We do some other alternative therapies. So it's about linking and collaborating different things together. It's about getting your gut right. It's about working on your stress levels. You know, it's about working on something called life energy, which Dr. DeCruz's mentor, Dr. Diamond, being a psychologist, he created this, this philosophy called life energy. And he talked about being a super successful psychologist. He talked about this big impact he was leaving on patients as far as, uh, helping over people, people overcome um, bipolar disorder and a bunch of different psychiatric disorders. But in the process, there was this exchange of his life energy for theirs. And so, you know, he'd impact them in a great way. And he started noticing when he was on vacation, his patients would decline. And then when he came back, they would thrive again. And just saying like, this can't be right. This can't really be doctoring. This can't be doctoring if I haven't stimulated someone else's personal will to be well which is a totally foreign concept in traditional medicine because the whole purpose of going to the doctor, right? The doctor fixes you. But I had had in the back of my mind for a while that this like savior complex, because I was doing it with Mike. It was like, I wouldn't do any of the exercises he prescribed me when I was well, you know, when I was hurting, I would, but then when I felt great, I didn't. And if I had a ache or a pain or my shoulder wouldn't act right at the chair, I just go, I'll go to Mike tomorrow and he'll get me right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one day I woke up like this, this is not sustainable. What if Mike goes on vacation? What if Mike retires? Like I, I have not helped Jasmine be better. And so that was already in my mind for a couple of years. Um, it came really to the forefront when I was introduced to life energy. I said, Oh, this is what I'm doing in my dental office, working with 50 people in a low income office. It's amazing. And it's a heartfelt thing for the community, but I'm not really doing my part in engaging their personal will to be well on a consistent basis. And that's why I feel this way. And so doing some life energy work has helped me too, in addition to the soma and breath work and, and doing the things with Mike. So it really is a combination of figuring out where exactly is this patient's issue. And it's the number one thing that Dr. DeCruz says all the time is focus on the patient first, figure out not only do they need a soma or not, but like what in their life needs to be addressed? Where do they need that healing, figuring that out and then building your plan around that. So now what type of patients, you know, would be good candidates for the soma? Yeah. Um, I, I usually boil that down to, to a couple of things. Um, if you're struggling with pain, like unexplained pain, mm-hmm. um, not just chronic pain, but like you go to the doctor, they don't know what the heck it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's that was me. I was just kind of like a, it just was nagging aches and pains. You know, I always say, if you're a hypochondriac, you need to come see me. If, <laughs> if somebody's told you you're dramatic, you're sensitive, that those are like usually my patients. It's like your pain response does not match up with the pain you're experiencing. And that's, that's the nervous system again. That's the story of two guys walking through the woods. One guy's walking, a branch scratches him and he's like, oh, oh my gosh, a snake bit me. And they're thinking it's a snake bite, but it's a branch <laughs> scratch. And then the same, a different guy walking through the same woods mm-hmm. and he thinks, you know, like a snake bit him. And he's like, oh my God, it's a snake bit me. And it's a branch scratch. It's like two different people. You know, the guy that got bit by the snake, but thought it was a branch is just walking through the woods and passes out because, yep. hey, you got bitten by a snake. And then the other <laughs> guy, you know, like, like you thought it was a branch. It really was a snake. And then the mm-hmm. other guy, who thought it was a snake bite and it really was a branch is like dramatically falling around when it was just a branch. So the nervous system can have these like two, like, you know, black and white night and day aspects to it. And so because of that, a paper cut could seem like a gunshot wound or a gunshot wound could seem like a paper cut. Both of those things are dysfunctional. Both of those things need to be addressed. Um, the other thing is people who have TMD. Um, TMD mm-hmm. was the whole the whole basis of how Dr. DeCruz originally constructed the appliance. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting that that compression at the jaw joint, getting the disc to recapture, getting the muscles to relax across the face were like the foundational principles of the appliance when he created it. Um, patients who have a really hard time being the what I call the the gardener in a garden and a warrior in a war. So just being the wrong person in the wrong situation, like it's time to be relaxed and Zen and you're in warrior mode, you know, or it's time to like put out a fire at work and you're running from the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, So because it's connecting this dysfunctional body and distorted mind, it's usually people that have those issues. So sleep that becomes sleep that becomes joint pain that becomes gut issues. For me, I had colitis flare ups, I had um, just lots of 
I, I wouldn't recover as quickly as I thought when I we used to body build, I would have just aches and pains that didn't seem consistent mm-hmm. with what I was experiencing. Also was super stressed out and in denial about how stressed out I was. So those are typically the people who, who come to me. They're really busy people. They're really busy professionals. Um, they have what I call an expensive problem. So at the time where I was finding out about not just the SOMA, because the SOMA came later, that was 2019, but like 2016, 2017, in my introduction to all of this stuff, I was working um, six days a week for a dental office. And I had to cut back my days to four days a week because I was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And those two days that I was missing was a significant amount of money that if you were to extrapolate that out for a full year, we're talking over $100,000 lost out of my pocket. So for me, I had an expensive problem. So you know, if you're a business professional, if you're an attorney, if you're a doctor, if you're a professional athlete, if you're someone who this disconnection between your mind and body is costing you a lot of money, those are the people that typically come see me for the SOMA because most of them travel. Most of my patients, like 90% of my patients are out of state. Um, so it, it's, Do you it's ever find that, I mean, obviously if somebody's in pain, they're feeling that like when it comes to sleep, does it take some time sometimes for your patients to realize like just how crappy their sleep is? Um, usually not for my patients. And that's okay. because we start when with, we start with a virtual consultation. Mm-hmm. And the reason we start with a virtual consultation is because I do a lot of educating in the virtual consultation. Mm-hmm. It's a two hour consult. And the first 40 minutes is just me talking and educating people about the things that relate back to what they're suffering with. It's not an education that you can just get off the street and not one yet that I'm willing to put online because, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta have, you gotta like, you know, invest something to get it. But yeah, in the virtual consult before I see them, I've already, I've done a sleep, a sleep study, an overnight sleep study of the, of um, what their sleep looks like. And even though we're getting a one night sample size, it's either the best night of their life, which tells me a lot or the worst night of their life, which Mm -hmm. tells me even more. So we get this one night sample size. It's read by one of the number one sleep doctors, Dr. Sarush Zaghi. She's a sleep doctor in ENT. I know you I know you're familiar with them, but <laughs> he reads the sleep studies for me and sends me important data. And then we also do a CBCT ahead of time. And I have the same radiologist who reads all my CBCTs. So he's looking for specific things within the head and neck that he sends back to me. So during the virtual consultation, when it comes to sleep specifically in your question, we go right there and talk about mm-hmm. the sleep issues. And for most of my patients, it's not apnea. In mm-hmm. fact, if somebody's really severe sleep apnea, oxygen dropping into the 60s and 70s, they probably need a CPAP or something to stabilize them before they have a stroke because that's a very right. dangerous time of your life for your oxygen to have that level of drops mm-hmm. and deficits. But for the majority of my patients, their, their oxygen's fine. It's not an apnea that's the issue. It is their heart rate. It's mm-hmm. their heart. Their heart is doing a lot of work in their sleep and they may not know that. And so it doesn't take me very long than to show them their own raw data of their sleep and show them their heart rate and say, hey, this is what a heart rate would look like if you're at Orange Theory Fitness, if you're at CrossFit, if you're working out and, and running a marathon, not for someone who should be asleep. It only takes a second for them to cry that out or whatever and then go, okay, all right, I see my problem now. So by the time they actually fully become my patients, they're well aware of issues as far as sleep from a number standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I would say thinking about your question a bit more, I think once they are sleeping better and they feel more and more energy, then, then they are like, yeah, I didn't realize my sleep wasn't that great. I mean, I thought, oh, okay, sleep could be better, but right. wow. Okay. Like right, I have right. a whole, the, the brain fog, the mental clarity, all of that stuff mm-hmm. that you know, the fog being gone, the clarity arriving um, is is a big deal. But most of them at least have some level from that consultation that their sleep is just not where it needs to be, that their jaws are right. a little bit, you know, um, now, yeah. how long does it take for somebody typically to see some kind of benefit? So they're not, the appliance isn't actually expanding, you said for the first three to four months, it's not mm-hmm. changing. So how mm-hmm. long does it take for them to see like, say, changes in their sleep, improvements in their sleep? Yeah, that's like a patient to patient thing. Um, and the reason I say <laughs> I the reason I say that is because like even though we're not, I'm not intervening on the screw, the appliance itself is changing and there's an expansion because when you relax the muscles, the cranial bones undergo their own expansion. So there's already natural expansion that happens in that first three to four months. It's just not Dr. Elmore's professional touch on the expansion. But like my fiance has been in her soma for a week. 
And she's like, this is the best sleep I've had in two or three years. Um, I have a patient that I just fitted for an appliance that came from 14 hours away and she's been three weeks in and she's like, so I'm still waiting for my sleep to get better. And I, I attribute a lot of that to, to a concept that is foreign to most, but it's a big piece of the Soma is that the Soma is not just a device. It's a whole philosophy. It's like, I tell people it's like a religion. It's a thought process of like, mm-hmm. which I resonated with it because growing up in, and I love gospel music and things like that. It's mm-hmm. always like the story and the music is like, I was down. I, I was out. I didn't think I'd, I'd ever see the light of a brighter day, but I knew the great day was coming. And so it's like coming into your day with an expectancy. It's like speaking healing upon yourself before you even have it. It's not being able to walk, but knowing that you're going to be able to walk on the beach, not like thinking about, is it possible? No, knowing that you're Mm going to be able to walk again. And so I, in the very short period of time of working with the Soma, specifically the Soma, but just in general of being a pediatric dentist. And Mm -hmm. I know which kid who comes in my door who's going to have a very difficult appointment versus the one who's going to have a great appointment just from the simple fact of them saying that they're nervous, but there's trust there that they're like, I'm going to have a good visit. I mean, I'm nervous, but I know I'm going to have a great visit. Those Mm -hmm. kids do incredibly well versus Mm -hmm. someone who's expecting the worst, who is just like, woe is me. And so there Mm -hmm. is like a woo woo element (laughs) um, to this. So the people who are coming in, like knowing like this, yep, this is going to work. This is the best investment they actually do a lot better than people yep. who are like, I'm waiting for this Soma to change my life. Um, they don't do as they do well, don't get me wrong because of the Soma, but mm-hmm. they don't do as well as people who are in it for a shorter period of time. Yeah. And what about, I know you talked about, you know, like you're seeing the f- a functional medicine doctor, you do, you know, you're very strict with your breath work. Like there's other components to it other than just physically putting the soma in your mouth and being compliant with it. Right. Like there's other facets that they need to be compliant with in order to get the full effect from the soma. Yeah, hundred percent. But I know for me, like I, (laughs) we've talked off camera about just all the different stressors and things that I have going on in my life. And so for me, I know that when you're in a chronic state of stress, it's very difficult to make changes. So like when I talk to people about Mayo, I love Mayo. I literally am a certified specialist in oral facial myology. I work with myofunctional therapists every day. Personally, I came to the impact, of course, having studied Mayo and thought Mayo is for everyone. When I realized, you know what? My nervous system is so wrecked. I'm not ready for a therapy. I need my nervous system to Mm -hmm. experience some long-term calm. And I'm not talking about like, just breath work. That's what attracted me to Soma. Like, okay, if there's something like this dental distress that I can resolve to mm-hmm. get my body in a state of relaxing more often, then mm-hmm. my brain is going to be better ready to perceive things in a way where I can accept the challenge of working out three to five days a week is my goal right, right now. When my nervous system's stressed, I can't, mm-hmm. I'm tired, I'm fatigued, and it has nothing to do with sleep. It's just my nervous system. Right. Um, so I what I like about the soma is for many, it's a first step. Mm-hmm. It's a okay, maybe I am gonna do some type of other stuff, surgical, whatever later down the road. But right now, my nervous system just needs that like permission to feel safe and calm. And I'm gonna start with the soma. And then once you feel better and more rested, mm-hmm. then you're better able to sign up for a physical therapist or whatever type of thing, because most people who DM me or come to me are saying, look, there's so much information. It's information overload. Like, where do I start? The value is knowing where to start. There's so many different levers you can pull. And so for a lot of people, I say, look, this is simple. You put it in your mouth. It's going to start to calm your body down. And then when you can see the world from a place of a more relaxed state more often than not, then maybe some decisions and other clarity points will, will come to you and then we can mm-hmm. bring other elements into the fold. So that's for my most recent two or three people that in this last week, that's mm-hmm. kind of the approach you've taken, that this is going to be like their first step to whatever happens after happens after, but like they really need to experience a nervous system that's not so wrecked. And so they're using the soma to be a piece, a tool into un- unwrecking their nervous system. Now, can you explain again how the soma like calms the nervous system? Yeah. So it does that a variety of different ways. Um, The two that we'll focus on is on the platform. So the balancing of both sides of the jaw. So for many of us, when we bite our teeth together, even after ortho, 
-hmm. The teeth may be straight on the upper arch or straight on the lower arch, but the way the two jaws fit together, there's usually one tooth hitting heavy on one side, or maybe one side's not touching at all. And Mm -hmm. so that imbalance Mm -hmm. sends signals to the brain that says stress, chaos, Mm -hmm. not safe. And so this appliance, what it's doing with with it in your mouth is balancing, immediately balancing both sides of your body. And I can tell you that with confidence because we test that at the chair. So we use applied kinesiology to test that. So before the soma is in someone's mouth, when they come in for the first time on, on their delivery appointment, I'm testing their strength. I'm seeing how strong they are. I'm testing their muscle squeeze test. I'm squeezing the SCM. We're getting that and rating that on a pain scale. I'm squeezing their trap. We're rating that on a pain, pain scale. I'm squeezing in between their thumb and first finger, this little area here, and we're rating that on a pain scale. And then once the soma has been balanced from what my perspective should be as far as seeing what the teeth are doing on both sides, we put it in and then we go back and pain test and we go back and we strength test. So this mm-hmm. person is testing stronger now. Their pain, oh, this was a six. Okay, wait a minute. That's a one or a two now. Okay, oh, this was this, oh, this is a 10. Okay, maybe that's a four now. So the pain's going down. So we know the body is responding. We tested the way they turn their neck from side to side. Now with the soma in, we have more head turn. We tested mm-hmm. the way their jaw opened. They were 42 millimeters before. Now they're 50 millimeters. They were 37 millimeters before before. now they're 45. So that's all happening right then and there at the chair. So we're testing that and we're seeing and responding to the whole body to see how it's responding to the soma being in. Now, the benefit of this, not just being just a thing that when it's in your mouth is making changes is when this is in your mouth, your lower teeth are naturally re-erupting back to where they're supposed to be. Because you know that when we're mouth breathers, our tongue hangs low. When the tongue is low because of how many force, how much force that tongue has, the lower teeth erupt, but they usually do not erupt enough to have that stability. So usually the issue is the lower teeth. The lower teeth are a little bit lower than they should be because the tongue was on them when we were six Mm -hmm. years old, seven years old, 11 or 12 years old, depending on which tooth it was that was coming in. And so with this acrylic holding the upper teeth from dropping down as you're sleeping, those lower teeth are slowly, and we're not talking about like they're running up, but over the course (laughs) of time, they're re-erupting naturally on their own. And so this appliance is helping change the bite. So Beth, I know she's tracking her Soma journey on Instagram. She was in hers for about two or three weeks. And she's like, you know, that clicking I had on the right side of my, my jaw joint, that's gone. The disc is recaptured and my teeth fit together. She was in a NITI and the NITI appliance gave her an open bite in the front. Her open bite is closed in less than a month. And so it's changing your body. It's changing mm-hmm. the teeth, but it's doing it in a way. Remember, we didn't touch her screw. It's right. doing it in a way where it's the body's adapting to what the body wants. It's allowing the body to heal itself. And so because of that, the changes happen pretty quickly, um, depending on how, you know, jammed up and screwed up you are. I have a patient where like, one eye's like this and her head, I mean, everything is crooked. So it's going to take her a little bit more time to get to that, to that point that Beth's at, but every day she's getting closer and the teeth are changing and maneuvering on their own without any force. Yeah. So it's, it's really, really cool in the way that, that he's designed it. So changes happen pretty quickly. Um, from the tooth standpoint, the jaw movement standpoint, Mm -hmm. getting that lower jaw forward, getting that hinge to pivot, Um, I had one patient who was only opening maybe like 30 some odd millimeters. Mm -hmm. And so getting her now into the forties, once we get her into the fifties, that's where she's going to make big improvements. That 50 millimeter for a lot of people is the improvement zone. Getting your mouth open larger than 50 millimeters means muscles are very relaxed, means that our jaw, our TMJ is decompressed. Mm -hmm. And now she's really going to start to notice a lot of effects. Um, I want to say Beth, doesn't probably mind me showing, telling her millimeters. So she's put her whole journey out on Instagram, but <laughs> she was a little bit closer to the 50, like in the forties. Okay. And so now she's had her second adjustment. So now adjusting her and getting her like at 50. Mm-hmm. Now I messaged her like the next day, how do you feel? And the next day after that, she's like, oh, this is like the best. I feel amazing. My jaw feels great. Everything feels super loose. Whereas this is, a, this is adjustment two for her. Whereas adjustment one, she felt things changing. But she didn't feel that she couldn't sense the looseness, but she felt like, wait, my disc is changing. My teeth right. are changing, but my face still feels tight. Okay. It's everything's changing and she has a great attitude. So she's like, oh, I'm getting better. I know my muscles are still tight now at adjustment too. She's like, wow, man, my muscles are so loose. So mm-hmm. it's really just people don't love to hear like 
patient to patient experience, but it really is like a patient to patient experience because it depends on where you're starting and meets you where you are and helps you from there. Now I'm assuming then is length of treatment different for each patient as well? It's different, excuse me, it's different for each patient. But what we do here is that we use medical codes. Everything's built through medical and the codes that we use supports the patient for 18 to 24 months. And so that's the starting point of our treatment. So anyone who signs up for treatment is signing up for 18 to 24 months of support. We set that up in one all-inclusive price, which I won't get into the prices in the podcast. We can laugh about why later, but um, I've been forbidden. (laughs) I'm so terrible. It would be $5 if it was up to me. So um, (laughs) the person who does all of my billing and finance and patient relations at my other office is in charge. And she's like, all right, yep, you discounted the first person. You're done. You can't, you can't talk about it anymore. You're done. But uh, but it's one all-inclusive fee. So from the first day that you pay, Okay. 24 months of support is included. So I may have somebody who needs eight adjustments in the 24 months. I may have right. somebody who needs 80 adjustments. It doesn't matter. Um, all of that is included. Um, but because of the medical codes that we use, we are able to get some reimbursements for some folks, which is great news oh, that's fantastic. for a lot of people. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. That's something that we've actually worked on before I found out about SOMA, which was how do we get medical reimbursement for people? How do we really make this a medical thing? I'm actually sitting in a, in a hospital, not in a dental office because we're building this narrative. This is, these are medical things. This is medical issues and problems that we're helping unlock and unwind. Um, so most of the patients right now are in 24 month treatments. I do have a few patients who are in a special program that we have with our local Mm -hmm. PT, Dr. Mike Vita. And so they're in physical therapy with Dr. Vita and they're in the appliance with me. And our goal is to get those balancing elements to get their circulation back. Um, They may have one of my patients has some issues in her hand where she's having some numbness that is impacting. She's she's a singer. She plays instruments. So that numbing is impacting impacting that. And she's been in physical therapy for a year and made very minor changes. very minor improvements. And so Dr. Vita is like, Hey, I think it's time for you to get a Soma. So she's in her Soma. She's starting her treatment next month. And so, um, I can report back and let you know on Instagram, how she's doing. Um, but the goal of her treatment is more like a six month treatment. So it's a much shorter treatment and we're using the elements of the Soma to balance on that platform, to get her Mm -hmm. lower jaw to come forward, to address her dental distress syndrome more so than we're adjusting her underdeveloped jaws, which Mm -hmm. it does as well. Um, and then, I'm sure once she feels great in her treatment in six months, she'll probably continue for more, but um, that's the plan for her treatment. So she's in a shorter treatment treatment um, phase. And of course that has a different price than the full 24 months. Now this is kind of, I mean, not like a totally different topic, but I want to just, when you're talking about the importance of calming the nervous system and how, once you have that nervous system calm, like your body's more acceptive to these treatments. And that's why maybe some of the other appliances that don't take that part into impact, uh, into, um, account is maybe why we see some relapse. Now, what do you think about? Cause I know that you also release tongues, um, as far as like teleural tissues go and timing of release. I'm assuming if you looked at a patient and their nervous system was calm and they had their release and you looked at a patient whose nervous system wasn't calm and they had their release, the success of those releases is probably quite different. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I don't release anymore. I got my lights. Oh, okay. If I move my camera around, you'll see my light scalpel, but, um, just, I've just gone all in on Soma. So I'm officially for this you. year, only doing Soma. We'll see. I'm, you know how I am. 2024, I make the releases again. But for right now, I'm, I'm just doing some. I think that'll be my future. But I have much experience with Breathe Institute and releases and all that. So I've seen many patients who've had releases of all age groups. And I couldn't put my finger on it back then at the beginning. But 100% how the nervous system mm-hmm. is responding. It First of all, the nervous system impacts recovery. Mm-hmm. It impacts pain experience. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a lot of pain post-treatment, you're not going to be motivated to do your stretches as much as somebody who is. Um, And the recovery process, how quickly your body bounces back Mm -hmm. is impacted by your nervous system. And so um, the more calmed and relaxed you are, and again, what impacts the nervous system, small jaws, you know, what impacts the nervous system, not just small jaws, but the position and the way those jaws fit together. In addition to a bunch of other life things, um, something as simple as 
doing crazy workouts all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I had no idea I was bodybuilding before I twisted my ankle in the shower and severely injured myself and then moved to a new state and then stopped working out and then all those different things. But as I look back pre-injury and pre-fall just to like bodybuilding six days a week, mm-hmm. like that was a nervous system ramping <laughs> activity and probably contributed to a lot of the things that I expressed as um encountered in residency as far as like Mm -hmm. stress was probably that I was going to a gym and like, you know, lifting 200 pound weights. You know, I didn't think about it. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, you know, Um, it's so funny. Not that it's funny, but I had told you, you know, off air, how I'm working closely with a naturopath, I'm getting acupuncture and like, she's taught me so much. And I, I used to work out a lot. And then for the last, like probably two years, not so much, but I always, always was at the gym. I mean, early, like four 45 in the morning. I never had a problem getting there over the last couple of years. I sleep. Okay. I sleep. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Once I'm out, I'm out, but I would wake up in the morning and like not want to get out of bed. And I kind of just, um, was like, okay, well I'm busier with work. My business is getting busier. And here I am, you know, almost three years later, still having this issue. And, I'm going through some medical stuff as we talked about and speaking with my naturopath about, you know, stress levels, cortisol levels, even she just told me like throughout our cycle as a female, like there's certain types of exercises you should do according with what part of your cycle that you're in, like doing that, um, you know, heavy lifting at, I don't remember exactly what time it is in your cycle, like is not good for your body. And I was like, I never, ever, ever would have thought about that. She even talked to me about certain times to eat like hot foods versus cold foods and how it it all affects your nervous system. And again, when you think about it, it makes, it totally makes sense. But like, these aren't things that we ever think about. You think I'm going to the gym. I'm hitting it hard. I've been in the gym five times this week. I'm, I'm lifting, I'm lifting heavier. This is great. Not knowing that really what you're doing to your body isn't as good as you think. Hundred percent agree. It's like we're twins. I one hundred percent agree. And what's crazy is like, well, not crazy, but people don't understand because I mean, how could they? They don't know this stuff. But I spent intimate time with Doctor DeCruz. Like when I mm-hmm. went to Australia, every day after clinic, I'd be at his house and we're there talking, so cool. and he's telling me about like mitochondria. And again, here we go back again. Fat like rewind back to twenty nineteen. He's telling me about mitochondria. I'm like Doctor DeCruz, my head hurts. I can't like. <laughs> I'm not as smart as you. I, I don't understand. I know pow- they're powerhouse. <laughs> right. But like the way he has studied it and understands it, I'm like, you're giving me a headache. I can't like, I, my knowledge is not there yet, but he talks about everything you're talking about. When we, when I was there for that two weeks, the things that we ate was so strategic. He's telling me about lentils, how to prepare them, how ghrelin works, how, um, how cortisol works, how he's, he's telling me about all these different things, minerals, vitamins, um, about the different types of sodium and potassium that you need to have to get your electrolytes back, all these different things. And I'm just like, this makes so much sense as you're telling me, but how would I have known this? And then like, it's just like a good balance of like, I didn't know, but then also like people who do know, they just mm-hmm. like blow your mind. And what the stuff that he knows and talks about is just, I'm like, ah, oh. I mean, the things he knows about my vitamins, minerals, the mitochondria, yeah. it's, it, it really does all tie back together. And it seems so insignificant in the moment because like, I couldn't have imagined being able to tell you like, yeah, I've worked out with Evlo fitness and done some like Pilates type of workout. And I'm stronger now than I was when I was working out with a commercial, like a um, com- um, competition. That's what I'm looking for a competition bodybuilder right? because of not now I'm not physique stronger. Like I clearly mm-hmm. people go, Oh, you look muscular, but I show them pictures of me six years ago. I'm like, Whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. You look like scary rip back then, <laughs> but I can like what I can physically lift, like in function. Mm-hmm things I can pick up. It's night and day. I am stronger now because of how my body's moving. And it just it blows my mind that these little, you know, simple little exercises <laughs> as I see them yeah. can have me this strong. It's crazy right. to me, you know, but it's nervous system. It's yeah. Nervous system. I yeah. did my first uh, Pilates class yesterday. It was on the reformer and I loved it. It was so awesome. I can't wait to go back for more. 
Yeah, it's it's just incredible. Like the old me be like Pilates. There's no possible way that that's going to make me <laughs> strong. I mean, like I'll be calm, but I won't be strong. Like, no, right. I am stronger than I was before. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where like, until you do this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like I was talking to somebody the other day about like, you know, there's so much information. How do patients like navigate the waters of all this mm-hmm. information? And, you know, I attribute it to like religions. There's so many different religions. And then there's so many like break parts off the religions um, that, you know, I mean, who's to say one's necessarily right or wrong. You figure out what works for you and you you go from there. But it's also like if I hadn't gone through all of the other appliances that I spent lots of money and training on that I sat in the class and was like, this doesn't feel right in my soul. I get that it's working for Dr. XYZ on the stage. I get that they're having great results, but something, some, some difficult to describe force is telling me like, no, that's not it for you. That's, that's not what you need to be doing. Um, but if I didn't spend that money, (laughs) if I didn't go to that course, if Mm -hmm. I didn't try an appliance, when I first opened my airway office in 2020, I try, I think we, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast last time, but I was using an appliance that was super popular. And in this book and people were, I was getting like 15 phone calls a week for it. And I'm thinking, I'm knowledgeable. There's no other doctor that knows this stuff in the area, which is why people are coming from all these different locations. And I put the appliance in their mouths and they were better. Don't get me wrong. They were better than when they came in, but not the results that I feel like I learned about in the class. Right. And like, this Mm -hmm. is not what I thought it was going to be. And then having to like go through that, like whole, like morning of like, I'm a bad doctor. I'm a bad provider. I made the wrong decision. I'm so stupid. I'm an idiot. All that to just continue. It's a process. It's a journey. It's like the ups and the downs get you to where you're going. And I always try to encourage people to see like my colitis journey, my Mm -hmm. heart arrhythmias, like all those different things have impacted me in a way where they've continued me to keep curiosity at the forefront, to keep grace and, and blessings at the forefront and make improvements so I don't want people to get discouraged. Like it took me a long time to find this doctor. It takes you a long time to find the right person. And then when you find them, hold them close, travel. If you got to, if you got to travel, travel, but it takes time to like find the right people. Unless you just get lucky. Most of us are not lucky where we just find the right career. Like you did, Maya was not your first career choice. Right. You know, like you had to like stumble upon this and most of us stumble upon it in a painful way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to always get, tell people like, don't get discouraged about, that journey and that process, because the process is the process. It's that's, mm-hmm. that's the journey is, is, is the piece of it. And, and I love that part yeah. of you saying, you know, give yourself grace. And that is like the biggest lesson I'm learning right now with everything I have going on is, you know, the type of person that I am, I am a very type a person. It is what it is. I am who I am. Um, I'm making changes, but I'm still going to be that person. It's hard for me to not want to do all the ap- every little possible thing I can do right now. You know what I mean? I'm getting all this information. And like a couple of weeks ago, like I kind of had a little mini meltdown. I'm like, this is, I'm, I don't know what to do. Like I'm incorporating so much at one time that even that is stressing me out, you know? So give yourself grace, start little by little. Like you said, in the beginning, start with the Soma. Once you're in a better place, then you move on to the next thing. Instead of throwing, you know, 18 new things at yourself, now you're giving yourself a whole other juggle that you have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm telling people this from experience. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing worse than like, I was a patient of Mike. I say was, I'm still a patient of Mike, but at least I'm seeing him like monthly. I was seeing Mike weekly for big seasons mm-hmm. over six years, referring him people and they would see him twice. And be Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I feel my arm, my leg. I feel amazing. (laughs) And then they've never seen him again. Like never. My uncle drove from Virginia, saw Mike one time. And every time we talk, he's like, hey, how's Mike doing? Like, yeah. How are your patients going together? Like he's, he's hasn't seen him again. He may see him at some point in the future, Mm -hmm. maybe, but he feels drastically better after one Mm -hmm. session. And here I am with Mike for six years. And then I just had an awakening one day. I'm like, you know what? I got to start like practicing what I preach, but also this is going to help me see someone else better Mm -hmm. who has all the, all the resources at their disposal. Like money's not an issue. You got money to try all the things, 
But if you don't allow grace for where you are in your journey, you'll just beat yourself up about, oh, why can't I do my exercises? Why can't I do this? I know I'm supposed to do this thing, but oh, I forgot. And oh, my to-do list, it can become so overwhelming. You know what I mean? I've been there. I have been there with, oh man, I need to get back on my fitness journey. Oh man, I need to do this professionally. Oh man, I need to do. And you know, it's like, well, in this season, I need to do less and I need to be more in getting in tune with who I am and what's happening. Mm -hmm. And those things are going to help move me even more forward, you know, in the future, like giving over my Instagram. I can't remember if it was somebody was saying they really liked my new sleep, sleep with Soma Instagram. And I'm like, that's only because the type A Jasmine had to fall away. And I go, you know what? <laughs> Let me ask for help. Yep. <laughs> Let me get someone to assist me. Mm-hmm. And it's been, I think, two weeks. And I have been getting flooded with people going, oh, it looks amazing. I'm learning so much. I love the, the aesthetics of it. And I'm thinking there's no way I would have been able to do that in this time. <laughs> on my own, right. I had to ask for help. And mm-hmm. last year I wasn't in a position to ask for help, you know? Right. So just allowing that grace is so important. And I'm telling people all this from personal experience. Trust yep. me. Trust me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I was so excited to have you on again and learn about the Soma. If anybody wants to find out more, can you let them know where they can find you on social media? Yes. So I have a personal slash professional page, rich underscore sleep. And then the all about the Soma page is sleep with Soma. And I don't know when you'll edit and put this up, but the website is like almost, almost done. It is painfreeandrested.com. And so right now it's like, if you go there, it's under construction, but um, very soon, like in the next Yay! couple of weeks, it will be ready. So yeah. um, listeners, it'll be ready then by the time that this is on, because this will yeah. probably go on in about a month. So we should have that. I, I figured, I figured with yeah. your busy schedule. Yeah. So it should, it should be up by then, um, painfreeandrested.com. Well, I'm so excited to continue to watch your journey online and Soma grow and learn even more about it um, and see other things that you're up to on the side as those come out. So thank you, Dr. Elmore, for taking the time coming on here to chat with me. It's always a joy and we'll chat with you again soon. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode of I Spy with My Maya Y. If you want to hear more about these episodes, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or feel free to contact me at hello at myctom.com. Don't forget to subscribe as well and let us know of any subject or guest speaker you'd like to hear from. Help spread the word by sharing today's episode on your social media page. You can find me on Facebook at CT Oral Facial Myology or Instagram handle CT underscore Oral Facial underscore Myology. Everybody have a wonderful day.